This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And good afternoon and welcome to the show. So guess what, folks? We're opening up the phone lines right away because we've got a very hot topic to talk about this week. 416-872-1010 or if you're out of the area, 1-855-518-5151. Um, I'm going to open up the phone lines. We're going to talk about the new rules for mortgages. What did you think? So they jumped on it right away. Didn't waste a lot of time. And here we go, Monday, October the 17th, and all of a sudden we've got new rules. And it's interesting because this week they've announced that the market heated up like crazy. In fact, 30% more deals virtually tried to close within the first week or two after the announcement. They gave no time on this one. And I want to know what you think of these new rules for mortgages. Are they shooting everybody in the foot that are first-time home buyers? And uh, I'm going to go over some numbers with you because it's important you know what kind of effect this is going to have on the market. So 416-872-1010. I've got the phone lines wide open, and I want to hear from you. What do you think? Also... We're in the fall market. Interesting market. We've had some uh, incredible numbers. September up again. Prices sitting there an increase year over year around 20%, anywhere from 16 to 22%. Again, another incredible, incredible month. But at the same time, we still have that sitting in the wings, that foreign buyer tax that who knows if Miss Kathleen Wynne is going to introduce into Ontario. And uh, I got to tell you, I think that uh, I think first and foremost, I think everybody's got to cool their jets, put uh, put uh, a rest on this whole foreign buyer tax until they find out the outcome of what's happening with these new mortgage rules. So let's take a look at it because it's interesting. First and foremost, they're talking about the fact that you have to qualify with a five year fixed at a posted rate. And if rates are posting at four point six without all the deductions, This means that people are probably qualifying for about 20% less as a purchase price. So if we look at the old rules, you'd be looking at something in the neighborhood of an income of $80,000 with a price point of being able to buy around $500,000. But now with the new rules with an $80,000 income, you are stuck in around $400,000. So $100,000 difference in buying power with the new rules, so roughly 20% less. Again, we're talking about high-ratio mortgages. This has nothing to do with conventional mortgages. High-ratio mortgage, meaning that it is less than 20% down. So what do you think? 416-872-1010. I'd love to hear from you. And give me your take on it. Did the government jump the gun once again? And taking a look at what's happening out in Vancouver, I got news for you. They, uh, they're really getting beat up with this new foreign buyer tax. Was it the right thing? Again, people are watching some of their values go down and they're saying, they're saying, hey, wait a minute, our prices are going down and they didn't want them to go down. So now we're actually seeing prices go backwards in the Vancouver area. Is that the right thing for Toronto? Well, I think with these new rules in place, I think that we have to be a little bit more concerned about places such as the new home builders, the condominiums, that have already committed some of these sales contracts. So, you know, the people that are going to be waiting it out for the next couple of years, waiting for their properties to close, and now they're going to have to qualify at a high, higher number. There's, uh, there's some great concerns here, and uh, I, I have news for you. I think that this is going to have an adverse effect into the marketplace. I don't think we're going to see a crash. I think that our values are going to stay in place. But most importantly, I think we will see 
you know, a flattening of the market. And it's interesting because Mr. Flaherty threw out there, say, uh, this past week in a report, he said, yeah, we pretty much knew what we were doing. We knew that we would hurt the market, but we're just afraid of a bubble. Uh, unbelievable that they could turn around and actually announce the fact that they're afraid of something and that it's going to have an adverse effect to us. So, um, again, 416-872-1010-1855-518-5151, or text me here at 71010. I want to know your comments on what you think this whole new mortgage rule is going to have as far as an effect. And I've got Chris on line one. So, uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Good. So you, you agree with what they're doing? I'm not a huge fan of the government in, in general, but in this case, I think they're doing the right thing. Uh, I don't know of a single person in my peer group who is able to afford their mortgage outside of the fact that we have incredibly low interest rates and they've over-leveraged themselves. In fact, many of my friends have told me if interest rates go up by a percentage or two, they would not be able to support their current home. So it, it's, it's clear that you know, wages haven't gone up in a huge way. House prices have. The only way people are affording them is by extending themselves further. Uh, these high-risk loans where you have to, you know, get uh, what is CMHC insurance, the majority of home sales. I mean, most people don't have 20% to put down on new home purchases. They, they just leverage the living daylights out of what they have and, and hope the monthly payments are low enough that they can make it from month to month. So, so you know, if, if people can't show the discipline to control themselves and, and, and behave responsibly, then I think the government has to step in at some level because, remember, and this is the, fine, this is the important point, the CMHC is taking that risk, which means we are taking that risk because they're having to purchase insurance, which is underwritten by the government, i.e. taxpayers, right? Yep. So, Chris, great points, and I, I, I agree with a lot of your points except for a couple of things. When sure. we take a look at the majority of the market right now here in Toronto, we know that a huge portion of it is in north of a million dollars. This is where we've seen the greatest activity this year. So it's not so much the high ratio, because when you're north of a million dollars, you have to have 20% down. They're not CMHC-insured mortgages. So this is a big part of our sales and what have been driving the marketplace up. Now, again, it kind of it pulls the bottom part of the market up, and I agree with you. People have to be very cautious. But at the same time, I think it, I, I don't see the market actually going backwards enough in the lower price range to be able to allow some people to afford these based on these numbers. And and you did make one good comment. It was about your friends and you said in your peer group, a lot of these people have turned around and they bought something and perhaps if the market did go up by 1% in interest rate, they wouldn't be able to afford it. But if you analyze the numbers, just so you know, if they hang on to that mortgage and it's a fixed five-year mortgage, five years from now, that, that debt should be down by about 15%. That means that they can sustain a little bit of an increase. So what do you think? Again, you bring up great points. Um, and, and, and on some level, we're, we're speculating, right, what, what's going to take place. For me, I've seen uh, uh, an incredible increase uh, in housing prices in Toronto, um, and you know I have not seen wages go up to substantiate these these uh, these increases. Most again, in my peer group, most of these folks are doing it purely by leveraging the living daylights out of everything they've got, and yeah. it's a dangerous place to be. I think yeah. for many of these individuals, I, I agree. And uh, Chris, thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, folks, it's true. A point that is well made here that, again, people should not be over leveraging themselves, especially with the interest rates the way they are. Again, to me, I don't, uh, I, I, I'm not a fan of the government getting involved. And actually, I've got a caller on the line. Cindy, uh, welcome to the show. You don't agree that the government should be involved? Well, I don't think this is going to solve the problem. I work in the rental market. I, I work with clients searching for rentals. I'm not a real estate agent. 
And I would say almost 100% now of rental properties are foreign-owned. And until they close that loophole where you can purchase, I mean, our absentee landlords, landlords who do not live in Canada, declare that as their primary residence and then sell it and don't pay tax on the capital gains. If they don't, that is what they need to go after if they are going to cool off our housing market. Well, because, I, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree, Cindy. They have to definitely go after that. And part of part of my argument, if you tune in the show regularly, is the fact that I think that anybody that is a foreign investor, so they don't con- consider Canada the primary residence, that any form of capital gains tax, I think, should be doubled or tripled within if it's being sold within the first five to ten years. So, in other words, don't come in, don't allow it to flip. There's nothing wrong with foreign ownership because right now this is allowing people to actually be able to move into a rental property. But it's the fact that if they sell it and make a profit, that they should be taxed to death on that one. Because I don't agree that they should just step in, make some big bucks quickly, and then bail. But they're driving, that is driving up the cost of our housing. If, if someone is able to come in and drop $1.2 million on a house, on income they've made in another country that doesn't even reflect our economy, right. that's really hard on local residents. Whose incomes are stagnant and they cannot keep up with the increase in housing. Except most driven by local residents. I think the foreign ownership um, presence in our 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 housing economy is completely underrepresented by the real estate board. Well, you know, I, I, I will half agree with you because I think that foreign ownership's not nearly at the same level as Toronto, as Vancouver. But the one thing you have to keep in mind, a lot of rental properties are normally uh, below a million dollars. Okay, not north of a million dollars. So we don't have the same percentage per se that is being purchased that are becoming rental properties. So if you see in the in the north of a million dollars right now, if one in ten of these properties being purchased turn into a rental property, it's a lot different than if we're talking about condominiums or townhomes, where you can be looking at three to five out of ten of those become rental properties. So there is definitely a difference between the two price ranges. But I'd agree with you. Foreign, you know, foreign ownership can affect the cost of properties here in Toronto as well. So thanks so much for your call, City. So, folks, you know what? It's an interesting take on it, and I want to hear your take on the mortgage rules. Are they going to adverse affect the market? You know, again, the government stepped in. They turned around flat out and said, this is going to create a problem. They already know they're going to create a problem by putting this into force. And so is this going to be a problem for us in our future? How short-term or long-term is this going to affect our market here in the GTA? I don't see it turning around collapsing our market. I don't see it turning around really taking it to a negative. But long-term... You know, this this is something, you know, we always talked about, is the, is the bubble going to burst? Well, first and foremost, it wasn't a bubble. Second of all, okay, what we're looking at from a numbers perspective, the government themselves are the ones that are getting nervous, and they're the ones who are forcing this upon us. So the real question is, do you believe in what they're doing? When I come back up after the break, I want your opinion. 416-872-1010. I want to know what you are thinking on this situation so make sure you pick up that phone 416-872-1010 and it is 4:15 in time now for news talk 1010 time saver traffic you're listening to simply real estate with todd c slater on in-depth radio news talk 1010 and welcome back just before the break we were having a conversation about the new mortgage rules 
416-872-1010. You can text me at 710-1855-518-5151 if you're outside the GTA. I want to hear your opinion on it. Uh, you know, what's interesting enough, I'm going to kind of give you my uh, a little bit of my synopsis on this uh, in a little while and where I think the markets are going to be driven with it. Uh, going to my chat board, though, thanks for everybody's response. Getting a lot of it, actually. Todd, I think it's a great idea. People are overextending themselves too far and are living well beyond their means. If this policy adjusts the market, then so be it. Um, also, another one. If the government tampers with real estate market, we are done, period. Another one, of course. It's never never a good thing when the government starts to meddle in the market. Let a free market be a free market. Thanks for those texts, by the way. Um, you know what? I'd love to hear more opinions on this because the truth is, is that there's two sides of this coin, folks. And part of it is, is that I just don't know, is the government considering the ab adverse effect they're going to have on first-time home buyers in this market. There's a lot of stuff out there right now that can happen. And um, if the market does not recede, and if they think that this is going to cool the market off that much, to, to match up what they have now done to first-time homebuyers, to make more or less the same effect happen as it is right now, we have to have a 20% reduction in our prices to bring the current property back into affordability. And this is where we've got a problem. And the government, I don't think, got out pen and paper to do that calculation. So I agree, we have to probably work on this, and we'll talk about that a little bit further. But uh, I'm going to go to uh, one of our callers, and uh, and apparently, um, let me just go back to my text board for a second. Why are posted rates so much higher than actual market ra rates with promos, et cetera? Maybe banks will just drop posted rates to actual market rates. Uh, interestingly enough, if they do that, and if they can, then you know what, maybe people will qualify. But when they stick with posted rates, and what will happen if we turn around and the Bank of Canada decides to reduce the rate? Are they going to leave it as a post rate as is, where is? So I'm going to go to Matt on line one. He's concerned about foreign owners pricing out the market. And uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi there. So what do you think? Foreign buyers are pricing the market out? Uh Partially, I've never actually seen the statistic, but I know that's a large part of what's driving the market right now. Uh, do you know what percentage of home sales in Toronto right now are by foreign home buyers? Well, right now, the, the claim is 3% is what foreign buyers are coming in at. And if you're taking a look at 100,000 deals like we did last year, 103,000 roughly, they're saying that anywhere around 3% of that was bought up by foreign buyers in a resale market. But one of those things that they're not showing, Matt, is the fact of how many foreign buyers are buying brand new construction because those deals do not go through the Toronto Real Estate Board. So, you know, if we're talking about a condo release and or brand new construction, brand new subdivisions, we can't gauge those numbers because those builders are not divulging those. So if they turn around and they say, listen, we're releasing a 200 unit condominium building, 150 of them are foreign buyer bought. They're not telling us that. Okay, but I, I still think certainly in Toronto and Vancouver, that's a large driver of the entire Canadian real estate market in general, right? Well, I would, I would, I would agree with you because Vancouver is now feeling it. You know, they definitely there's a big part of it that the foreign buyer. But then again, Vancouver, you know, it was front and center to everybody in Vancouver. Their original release said five to fifteen percent. When they actually came out, 
And this is what forced them to put the buyer tax in place, was that when the government realized that they had misinformation, published misinformation, they did a knee-jerk reaction. Seven days later, they put a 15% buyer tax into place. When they later released their, their findings, it was 30 to 50% of all sales transactions in the Vancouver proper area were being done by foreign buyers. Uh, Toronto, because of our double land transfer tax, probably not quite as conducive for it. So, anyways, yeah, thank and then you also look at too. There's there's probably a large number of uh, uh, foreign home buyers that could be going through uh, a new Canadian citizen as well. But you had two callers on before me that uh, both were on kind of uh, either side of the argument. The first guy was. Uh, uh, really concerned about the fact that a lot of uh, first-time home buyers, in particular, are are living a bit beyond their means, and that it could, in turn, cause a huge collapse in the financial institution with mortgage brokers and the uh, actual home buyers. Uh, but then he had another lady who's very strong on the fact that the foreign home buyers. The big thing that I look at is if you limit. If you put restrictions on the first-time home buyers, you're going to make life that much more difficult for them. But I think the big focus has to be on regulating the market through home foreign home buyers. If you simply put a tax on them, I think what you'd end up with is the, the market just constantly going up and down based on what those prices did because of the supply and demand. I think supply and demand would go up and down if the Canadian real estate market is still able to be affected by the uh, yep. I, uh, the international real estate market. I think you're always going to see a constant supply and demand with constant taxation. Yep. I, I, I agree with all your comments, Matt. Thanks so much. I appreciate your feedback on that. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off because um, I'm going to try to get Serbjeet in here. And Serbjeet, welcome to the show. Hi, buddy. Thank you for taking me on the show. My name's Sarkid Gill, and I do practice in real estate. Okay, and so you say new rules won't have much of an effect on the market? I don't see uh, any effect coming up uh, big time in the market, uh, except for the few starting months after the rule implications. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a quick question then. Do you feel that first-time homebuyers that can now afford 20% less than what they were pre-qualified for a week ago, you don't think that's going to affect the first-time homebuyer market? Okay, let's say if we analyze Just straight, market, straight, straight, you, straight, you straight question, Sarbjeet, just straight question, okay, because I'm, I'm short on time. Do you think that a first-time homebuyer that can afford now 20% less, it will that affect the first-time homebuyer market? First-time home buyers, if they're not able to afford something with five hundred thousand, they're going to look at what they can afford. Because if the if they are not able to buy something, they have to rent. Yep. And if the rental values are going up, then what's the end point is? Yep, I agree. Listen, Sirjeet, thanks so much for your call. Sorry, we're uh, we're gonna we got on top of a break here. So, folks, listen four one six eight seven two ten ten. I want to hear your comments. You know what? We're on both sides of the coin today on this one. One eight five 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 one eight five one five one. You can text me here at seven ten ten. I want to know your opinion. Stay with me. I've got more after this. Now, more of Simply Real Estate with host Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the new mortgage rules. 416-872-1010, 1-855-518-5151. Text me at 71010. You know, it's interesting. A lot of people are on the fence on this one, either side. 
you know, some people think it's a great idea, and a lot of people are saying to the government, back off. And speaking of backing off, um, you know what? Looking at it, so go to my text board. I love seeing some of this stuff. By the way, folks, you can always just leave your name so I can say, hey, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Marsha. Um, so Vancouver was underestimating foreign buyers because the agents wanted to keep making their heavy commissions. Yeah, I think there was a few people controlling that market, and definitely I agree with you. There was some big dollars being made out in the Vancouver area. As a small investor, we now have to look in different market for less expensive investment with no land transfer tax and lower prices. Hey, by the way, you've heard of The Simple Investor. Go to thesimpleinvestor.com today, and we can talk to you about that. Just kidding. But actually I'm not because we do have some great programs, and for those of you... Hey, also... You know, I keep forgetting to thank everybody. Um, on Wednesday, we had one of our simple seminars, the last one for the year for 2016. And I want to thank everybody for attending. For those of you that were not able to make it out, remember, we've got some new ones coming up in the new year, 2017. You definitely want to go. But I'd like to thank everybody for attending. Great night. Lots of people. You know who was there. And thanks so much for, uh, for joining us that night. Awesome, awesome time. Love meeting everybody. And the best part about it is that most of you are listeners here to News Talk 1010 and Simply Real Estate and me, Todd C. Slater. So another thing, we need to ban foreign ownership of Canadian real estate. Foreign buyers do, don't need a proof of income or source of down payment or where funds come from to make mortgage payments. Um, Canadians do rules favor foreign buyers, Canadians priced out of home ownership. Interesting take. And why do you cut off guy to ask people to call you in, call you in rookie? Hmm, interesting. Lots of interesting comments. So, um... I'm going to go to Mike on line one. Feels most people don't realize or appreciate the concept. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Todd. So um, what do you think? Well, I think people don't really understand what a free market means. Uh, with a free market, the government would not manipulate interest rates. And so the market would price money, and the market would determine how much risk these lenders are actually engaging in. And... Uh, it's, as long as the government manipulates the money, they're going to create these asset bubbles. And they're also going to continue to keep doing more and more manipulations to try and fix up their screw-ups. So when when you look at it, what, what's your take on it? Do you think, you see, I think this is going to have a huge adverse effect on first-time homebuyers. But meanwhile, the biggest complaint about this marketplace is that they were pricing it out of the market for first-time homebuyers. And now first-time homebuyers are going to have to wait to see if the market adjusts because now they, they come up with 20% short of what they, they could get before. No, it's just another stupid government intervention with they don't they're causing the problem in the first place and then they're screwing things up on the entry-level buyers like they they have no idea what they're doing yeah and you know one of the things did you notice mike how quickly they moved on it it was just almost like what they did in vancouver basically you know a couple weeks and all of a sudden boom they implemented so they really didn't give anybody you know really time to to do the closing you know, they weren't they weren't giving people if you hadn't gotten gotten qualified, signed off with CMHC. So the ruling was that if you didn't get your CMHC stamp of approval for your mortgage, anything after that CMHC would deem it to be the, the new rules. And so as of the 17th, if you would if you were looking to buy or if you hadn't actually committed to a mortgage, anything after that, now everybody has to go by the new rules, which is making it harder for people to qualify. I think that they're shooting the first time home buyers in the foot with this one when the actual heat of the market is north of a million dollars. And so 
what you know there, there's lots of things they could have done i just don't think they did the right thing here and i think that it's it's going to hurt again the first time home buyers more than anything else there's lots of things they could have done that's the problem they shouldn't do anything they shouldn't be interfering at all they shouldn't even be allowing the the interest rates to, to fix the rates like the market would be able to take care of this the the interest rates would go up to five six percent or more if the risk is there. It depends on how the lenders see the, the risk. Yep. Uh, well, you know what? Excellent points, Mike. Thanks so much for calling in today. So, folks, if you're uh, if you're looking to uh, have a say on this, which I'd love you to have, 416-872-1010, 1855-518-5151. You can text me here at 71010. You know, it's interesting because these new rules are going to have that adverse effect for a lot of people. Another part of the rule also, just so you know, there was the amortization aspect of it. And amortization is the, is the length of the period that it takes to pay a mortgage off down to zero. Most mortgages have always been at 25 years. Well, for a little while uh, there, they started pushing them to 30, 35, and 40. They then retracted the 40-year amortization, then the 35-year, and now they're back down to 30. And now what they're saying is everybody's now got to qualify at the 25-year amortization. On top of that, before, people could refinance their properties up to 85% value now they're going to drop it back down to 80 so they want to keep everybody conventional this is a lot of these things that are hidden in this new decision by the government now they've also targeted some of the what we call b lenders these are the lenders that will sit there and for all many people will accept things such as uh income so uh, when when you talk about non-substantiated income it's in other words it's going to be self-declared somebody says listen i make a hundred thousand dollars a year is that what you're declaring yes it is and now those rules are changing there's a lot of things changing that are coming up that are going to affect Not a big part of the market, but a very small part, but will have a rippling effect into it. 416-872-1010-1855-518-5151. Love to hear your opinion on this. This is going to be some interesting stuff. I think the next few months we're going to see the shakeup. More importantly, it's the first time homebuyers that I'm worried about. And again, a lot of people are saying, hey, listen, they shouldn't be buying what they can't afford. But at the same time, when the people that were able just to get to the point where they knew they could afford it, now they have to go backwards by 20%. Okay, this is what the new qualification rules have changed. If you could afford $500,000, now you're down to $400,000. This is a big change, especially because the market itself, the bottom part of the market is up to a certain point where we're going to price people right out of it altogether. So it's going to make this market a lot harder for a lot of people to navigate. You know, one of the uh, comments that we had on the chat board is that we need to ban foreign ownership of Canadian real estate. I, I, I understand why you're saying that, but quite frankly, I don't agree with it. We do need foreign ownership. We do need people that are able to buy it up. But I believe in the rules and regulations. If we're going to implement it, it should be implemented over a period of time, not knee-jerk reaction, not drive it at people as they did in Vancouver. Uh, I'm going to go to a quick call now. It's Callum. He's a first-time home buyer, and he feels they could be a bright side to the new rules. Hi, Callum. Welcome to the show. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Good, thanks. So, Thank you for taking my call. Oh, no problem. So tell me, why do you think this is a new, a, a good thing? Uh, honest to God, I, I just look at it like, hey, you know what, as bad as it is, it is for uh, people that are not responsible, 
Um, it is pretty bad for first-time home buyers. I will be a first-time home buyer, but I also look at it like, well, maybe these things going on now are a good thing. Just maybe kick the uh, uh, prices of homes down a little bit, perhaps, if that actually comes into play. Because as much as it is hard to get a new mortgage now compared to what it used to be, perhaps maybe that'll help with you know help the uh, mortgage costs go down. Maybe even the price of homes, for that matter. So, so, um, so, Callum, are 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 you actively in the marketplace now, looking, or you're going to be looking in the near actively. future? Actively, actively. Okay. Yes. So, yes. so one of the things as a first-time home buyer, you've set a price point, correct? Correct. Okay. So now your price point has now been adjusted, unless, of course, you were being prudent and responsible and you already decided you want to go to an affordability. And I think that, and, and one of the things that I try to teach on the show is always, you know, you know buy within reason. Because of, you know, not many people being able to qualify anymore. So yep. that, that matter, that is a good thing for a first-time home buyer, so yep. Yeah. Well, excellent. Listen, I, w- I wish you good luck, Callum. I hope that you end up getting yourself your property and uh, and are able to find something decent. So thanks so much for your call today. All right, folks. So you know what? It's interesting. Again, you know, there's a first time homebuyer. He's actually happy about the rule change. I'll agree. People have been going too far into debt and they haven't been taking the debt seriously enough. When somebody sits there and says, what can I afford? The first word out of their mouth is, how much can I afford per month? Not can I afford a $400,000 mortgage, but can I afford $1,500 mortgage payment? Well, that's the one you're going to have to consider. But remember, 416-872-1010. I want to hear more. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this. Now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater. In-depth radio. News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So interesting so far today. We've got a real mixed review on the fact that people don't know if they want the uh, government to get involved or not. Some say it's good. Some say it's not. What do you say? 416-872-1010. Hey, listen, part of the new rule change also, so you're aware, the, the capital gains that you get on your principal residence. So this is the one that you declare as your primary residence that you or your family live in. It could be your your house, apartment, townhouse, condo. It could be whatever it is, but it's your primary residence. You can have one per family. When you sell that and you now make money, so from the time of what you paid for it till what you sold it for, that's deemed to be capital gains, you don't pay taxes on it, but the government now wants you to put that on your tax return. So starting for 2016, they are now asking for you to declare it. Again, you're not getting taxed on it, but importantly, you've got to understand they want to know what's going on. Are they getting too involved? Well, they're trying to catch the first time home sorry, sorry, they're trying to catch the foreign buyers. On top of that, they're trying to catch the speculators. The people that are rolling into something for six months, they move into it for six months and move out. There it's a flipping action and it haps, happens a lot in the marketplace where people sit there and say, Listen, yes, I'm gonna live there for six months. It's now my primary residence. They turn, they reno, they they flip it, they make some money on it, and now it's capital gains exempt because they're calling it their primary residence. So this is one of those things that now the government wants you to declare it. 416-872-1010. What do you think of the new mortgage rules? Are they going to make sense? Uh, I'm going to go to Warner. And uh, Warner, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Warner. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. So quick question for you. You like it or dislike it? I like it. 
Okay. Can you tell me why? Well, first of all, I'm not a big fan of the government getting too involved in things, but but in Canada, I think they do a really good job. I think the rest of the world looks at our um, our banking here, and it's a, a good example of of how to how to have a stable economy. Um, I don't mind them getting involved at this point. We've had a protracted expansion for 22 years, maybe, or at least 20 plus years, and um, we're looking for the soft landing. And I, I thought that was coming 10 years ago, and it's still not here. So I'd like to, I'd like to see it stabilize. Right. And uh, that's good for everybody. So I'm going to ask you a question. When you say stabilize, what do you consider st- uh, a stable market? Well, giving inflation is 1%. How about 4%? Okay. Yeah, I like that. Three, 4%. Yeah, so so we know we know that we're we're not inflating very well. Uh, we know that um, right now the numbers themselves that you know our 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 growth in as a country is 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 kind of been stagnated. So if we took a look at a real estate market that would grow at an average rate of between four and six percent, that would be more of a st- stable market. Would you agree? I do. Okay, listen, Warner, I agree with you on that. And uh, thanks so much for your call today. I got one more point for you. Sure, no problem. There's this talk about uh, increasing rates. Yes. Um, in light of the fact our, our inflation is low and companies, et cetera, uh, we need to stimulate companies, in, uh, especially in Ontario with our trade to the states. And keeping the interest rate low is beneficial for our businesses in Canada. And uh, that's, that's, we don't want to increase rates. Yeah, I would I would have to agree with you there. And more importantly, they actually aren't looking at increasing rates. In fact, the Bank of Canada may even reduce the rate a little. As far as yeah. interest rates, they're saying that they're going to be pretty stagnant into 2018. I'd be surprised if they budge uh, anytime before then, because at that point, they're, they're going to put everybody at risk. So it'll be interesting to see. But you know what? Um, I appreciate you calling in and uh, thanks for listening. All right, thank you. Thanks so much. So 416-872-1010, folks, if you uh, have a comment on the new mortgage rules. You know, I thought there'd be more people that have bigger opinions on this because, uh, you know, it's been implemented this uh, this Monday, this past Monday, it came into effect. And one of the things that I thought for sure was that we would have uh, more people up in arms uh, especially first-time homebuyers, because as much as I know the idea here is that we're trying to cool a marketplace, I don't think that this is the right way to cool it. And by doing it, yes, we have to make sure people are being responsible, taking on certain a certain amount of debt. But at the same time, this is going to be a long-term process for the market to go backwards to the affordability that the uh, that the actual. Um, first-time home buyers had, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, one of uh, um, I'll go to my text board for a second. They need to put more control in place that people are rolling the rules. I went to a to a broker and was going to buy a second property. The broker said, "How does the government know? They rely on people to be honest." And guess what? They're not. That is what the broker said to me. Don't worry about capital gains. You know, interesting, uh, a lot of people, I would agree with that, you know, but at this time, the government is now cracking down. Apparently, uh, they were able to do an audit and found several hundred million dollars in the British Columbia market of unpaid capital gains tax, which they've now been able to recover. So they are stepping up the game, folks. The government, it's one of those things I'm going to encourage all of you. You know what? If you're going to play by the rules, play by the rules. You know, I can't tell everybody, you know, just defy it. 
sooner or later, uh, Revenue Canada will catch up. It's a lot of those times, and this is one of the things that we do talk about here on the show, is that when people are doing speculation, meaning they're buying, let's say, a brand new condominium, they're selling it, assigning it prior to close, they're trying to make a quick profit, a quick buck, it happens. That's been a, an avenue for people to do for years. Now the government's stepping in, they're able to audit the builder, they audit the builder's files, saying what was the first transaction, meaning what was the first contract they had. They take a look at actually who closed the deal. At the end of the day, when the two names don't match, guess what? There was a transaction that happened in the middle, they're able to take a look at it and those people that have done that meaning you know what they make a quick 50 or hundred thousand dollars at the end of the day they don't and you'll get taxed on it so just be careful you know one of the things that we want to encourage here at simply real estate make sure you follow the rules i know there are people out there that say hey listen the rules are you know uh, you know garbage or bunk but the truth is i don't want to put anybody into jeopardy and give you bad advice uh, uh, in this scenario so Again, did Mr. Flaherty do the right thing? Did the uh, the uh, federal government do the right thing? I don't know. Uh, we're going to wait. We're going to see. Um, again, it will have an effect on the market. I believe it will cool it off. I don't think it's going to retract it. And this is one of those things that we've got to take a look at. So I'm going to go to Bill quickly. Uh, Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Good. So, Bill, you used to live in Vancouver. Yeah, what a joke the real estate market is out there. It's absolutely horrendous. The shenanigans are out of control. <laughs> and uh, we left because uh, it was just unaffordable. There was no way we were going to be able to afford to raise a family in any sort of decent neighborhood with decent schools there for, uh, you know, that would give us a life. Well, you know, it's interesting, Bill, because, you know, uh, the, the provincial government in B.C. was saying that there really wasn't that much foreign buyers <laughs> in there. And, and I knew you were going to... real estate I, there. you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I know. And that's amazing because they, they were coming up with these fictitious numbers. And that's why they did that huge knee-jerk reaction, seven days, throw out the, far, uh, the foreign buyer tax. Because there yeah. was a report that was being released that was saying that it's 30 to 50% of all real estate was being consumed by foreign buyers. Would, you, saw, would you agree with that? I saw suitcases of money. The home would hit the market, $200,000 over asking on a two-something, $2 million home, and here's a suitcase of money right there and then. Wow. So I literally saw that. I mean, you can talk to any realtor who's been in that business out there. It was absolutely a joke, and the amount of fraud that was going on between uh, all the mortgage brokers and the banks, it's not reported. But it is horrible. So, and it was all foreign money. So, Bill, can I ask you, have you bought something here in Toronto yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. We moved out to the Whippy area. It's wonderful. Okay. And, and, and do, you, do you feel that Toronto has the same pressure of the foreign buyers? I mean, I, I, I know that it's not something you do, but the truth is, is that, you know, when, when we track a lot of our transactions here, we don't see, um, you know, do, do, we, we, do we not see the same thing? So, um, Not to the same extent. Not nearly to the same extent. Um, you do have a lot of foreign money that's coming in here, but you have a lot bigger population, a lot bigger infrastructure, a lot more uh, income, a lot of jobs out here. Not in Vancouver. You don't have any jobs out there. Come on. It's all real estate and penny stock, penny mining stock. Yeah. Uh, but the thing out here, you know, the, these, these mortgage rules they want to put in and everything, that, that's only part of the solution if you want to try to cool the market. Really what we got to do, I mean, we got 30-something million people in Canada crammed into a few hubs. We don't have the infrastructure to actually spread out and grow to create more businesses, to create more neighborhoods, to create more communities. And, uh, you know, look at what happened to Milton with the amount of traffic when Matami got done with that place and built up that place. It's ridiculous. Yep. 
yep. Very. I've been I've been all over the states. I've been in places yep. in, uh, and uh, you know you can pick up acres for uh, just uh, thirty thousand dollars. You can pick up homes for a hundred thousand dollars. Yep. And we're talking within forty minutes of any major hub. Yeah. Excellent. Well, listen, Bill. Thanks so much for your call today. I greatly appreciate it. So, folks, you know what? Interesting points. And, yeah, you know what? I think I keep making a mistake where I'm saying Mr. Flaherty. I mean to say Mr. Morneau. Okay, that's one of those things. So I apologize to everybody if you, if you know, I just, I was so used to Jim Flaherty. I mean, he was around for so long. And, uh, but I meant to say Mr. Morneau. So interesting, uh, interesting week. Definitely. Um, I want to thank my producer, Mike. Uh, I want to thank all of you for listening. Uh, I also want to thank my daughter and wife for listening because they're tuning in today. I know that because my daughter said she wanted to. Anyways, I'm your host, Todd C. Slater. You've been listening to Simply Real Estate right here on News Talk 1010, and I will talk to you next week at 4 p.m.